You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath, your drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. It's a beautiful Tuesday, September 28th. Man, time is flying when you're having fun. I mean, if we were living in Minnesota, it'd be cold out right now. It's crazy. But we're not. We're living in Florida. So what we do on Morning Breath is we read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time studying, looking at it, asking God to speak to us through the chapter, through the Word of God there. And then I and a coast come down to the Morning Breath studios in the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about whatever God wants us to. We haven't prepared a message. We've just prepared our hearts we haven't even talked about the chapter at all, but my co-host today is Pastor Christian Hurston. We haven't talked about the chapter, not because Christian wouldn't want to, but because I won't let him. Yeah, we keep it fresh and authentic for Try you on to. the radio. Try to. Yeah, that way I'm not pre-discussing too much content with yep. Absalom. There you yep. go. Snuck it in. Absalom. Yeah, troublemaker. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Well, we're happy to be on the radio here today. And if you want to stay connected with the podcast, the radio, however you're getting Morning Breath today, is the easiest way is through our East Coast app, yep. which you can find on Apple, Google. Just search the words East Coast app and you'll see it on there. Or go to our website, eccc.us. That's eccc.us. And you can find all the info, events, past sermons, and our Morning Breath episodes right on there. Or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Just search East Coast Christian Center. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060. And we will be honored to either email or mail out Morning Breath Devotion Guide or anything you ever want to know about East Coast. That'd be awesome. We'd yeah. love to have you involved and be a part of Morning Breath. It's just a powerful thing to get into the Word every day. Yeah. And encourage you to do that. So what do we got going on? You got some things? Yeah, we got some cool list. stuff. So this is a fun one. It's the Wolfpack Backyard Games. And what we like to say about Wolfpack is if you're a, a man, a dude, you're a part of Wolfpack. It, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like we like really it. try for this event to bring out typically kind of guys 18 and up but you know what i know there's gonna be a lot of teenagers there so if you're a dad and you're like i want to bring my boy let him come and maybe help out a little bit and be a part of it but you can go to our website to get more information this is starting friday night october 16th and going into the 17th and there's gonna be like fun backyard games there is like a camping event included in that so you can get more information on the website but We'd love to be able to have you get connected, be able to go deeper in relationships, maybe make some some of your new some guy best friends. friends. Yeah, yeah. Man, be good. It's really cool. And then we got a Cocoa Fall Classic cruising. Yeah, this is, is cool. That? It's a car show we're doing, free car Ooh, show. Come, on. come out for it. That's on that same day. It's October 16th at 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at our Cocoa Campus. You can get it right there off of Friday Road. So make sure you go to the website to get more information. But it's going to be classic cars. Come on. So don't wait a minute. So if I show up there, there's just not going to be a 1961 Beetle, and that's it, right? Nope. I think that 71 Chevelle that you were drilling over is going to be there. Yep. What about that SS Camaro? The people who had one of those. I didn't like. I, don't I like did Camaros. like them. Um, I like Camaros. No. Nope. Yeah. Not a Camaro guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like. I like the Chevelle. Yeah. Or the Nova. Yeah. There's some Nova, classic the Nova Vets Nova Chevy too. <laughs> Let me tell. Classic yeah. what? Sh- Corvettes. No, no, no. no. I don't like Vets. Don't there's like a guy Vets. at our church no. who's got like a '57 with red interior that's just gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous. I thing. believe it, but oh, yeah. I, I just not my. Car. Not your thing. No, nope. not my thing. Nope. Cool. No, nope. I take a Barracuda. Pony, oh yeah, I like Barracuda, Barracuda. Pontiac GTO. Oh, GTOs. Little GTO. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, come on, watch it now. Anyway, let's get in the Word. Yeah. The great things going on. Of course, we'd Lots. love to have you back at church. Yeah. So, 
We are in Second uh, Samuel 15, yep. and uh, yesterday's chapter, um, Absalom, Joab had this whole scheme. He got Absalom to come back to Jerusalem, uh, and but wouldn't the, the king wouldn't see him face to face. And yeah. finally, at the end of last week's or yesterday's chapter, Absalom comes face to face with yeah. the king, and the king kisses him and welcomes him back into the family. Yeah, yeah. And how does Absalom return it? Let's we'll see. see. Well, I'm going to read through verse 18. Perfect. You're... I circled 19 to take it. Look at that. Oh, look at you. You are a professional. Yeah. And I'm going to read New King James. New Living Translation. New Living. Okay. Let's All right. do it. I must say unto you, read, sir. After this, it happened that Absalom provided himself with chariots and horses and 50 men to run before him. Now, Absalom would rise early and stand beside the way to the gate. So it was whenever anyone who had a lawsuit came to the king for a decision that Absalom would cry to him and say, What city are you from? He would say, Your servant is from such and such a tribe of Israel. Then Absalom would say to him, Look, your case is good and right, but there is no deputy of the king to hear you. Moreover, Absalom would say, Oh, that I were made a judge in the land, and everyone who has a suit or a cause would come to me, then I would give him justice. And so it was, whenever anyone came near to bow down to him, that he would put out his hand and take him and kiss him. In this manner, Absalom acted towards all Israel who came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. Now it came to pass after 40 years that Absalom said to the king, Please let me go to Hebron and pay the vow which I made to the Lord. For your servant took a vow while I dwelt at Geshur in Syria, saying, If the Lord indeed brings me back to Jerusalem, I will serve the Lord. And the king said to him, Go in peace. So he arose and went to Hebron. Then Absalom sent spies throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, As soon as you hear the sound of the trumpet, then you will say, Absalom reigns in Hebron. And with Absalom went 200 men invited from Jerusalem, and they went along innocently and did not know anything. Then Absalom sent for Ahithophel the Gelonite, David's counselor from his city, from Gelo, while he offered sacrifices. And the conspiracy grew strong, for the people with Absalom continually increased in number. Now a messenger came to David, saying, The hearts of the men of Israel are with Absalom. So David said to all his servants who were with him at Jerusalem, Arise, and let us flee, or we shall not escape from Absalom. Make haste to depart, lest he overtake us suddenly, and bring disaster upon us, and strike the city with the edge of the sword. And the king's servants said to the king, We are your servants, ready to do whatever my lord the king commands. Then the king went out with all his household after him, but the king left ten women, concubines, to keep the house. And the king went out with all the people after him and stopped at the outskirts. Then all his servants passed before him, and all the Chetherites and the Pethelites and the Gittites, 600 men who had followed him from Gath, passed before the king. Verse 19, Then the king turned and said to Atai, a leader of the men from Gath, Why are you coming with us? Go on back to King Absalom, for you are a guest in Israel, a foreigner in exile. You arrived only recently, and should I force you today to wander with us? I don't even know where we will go. Go on back and take your kinsmen with you, and may the Lord show you his unfailing love and faithfulness. But Atai said to the king, I vow by the Lord and by my own life, that I will go wherever my lord the king goes, no matter what happens, whether it means life or death. David replied, All right, come with us. So Atai and all his men and their families went along. 
Everyone cried loudly as the king and his followers passed by. They crossed the Kidron Valley and then went out towards the wilderness. Zadok and all the Levites also came along, carrying the Ark of the Covenant of God. They sat down the Ark of God, and Abithar offered sacrifices until everyone had passed out of the city. Then the king instructed Zadok to take the Ark of God back to the city. If the Lord sees fit, David said, he will bring me back to see the Ark and the tabernacle again. But if this is through with me, then let him do what seems best to him. The king told Zadok the priest, Look, here is my plan. You and Abethathar should return quietly to the city with your son Ahimaaz and Abathar's son Jonathan. I will stop at the shadow of the Jordan River, the shallows of the Jordan River, and wait there for a report from you. So Zadok and Abathar took the Ark of God back to the city and stayed there. David walked up the road to the Mount of Olives, weeping as he went. His head was covered and his feet were bare at the sight of the morning. And the people who were with him covered their heads and wept as they climbed the hill. When someone told David that his advisor, Ahithophel, was now backing Absalom, David prayed, O Lord, let Ahithophel give Absalom foolish advice. When David reached the summit of the Mount of Olives, where people worshipped God, Hushai, the archite, was waiting there for him. Hushai had torn his clothes and put dirt on his head as a sign of mourning. But David told him, If you go with me, you will only be a burden. Return to Jerusalem and tell Absalom, I will now be your advisor, O king, just as I was your father's advisor in the past. Then you can frustrate and counter Ephithophel's advice. Zadok and Abathar the priest will be there. Tell them about the plans being made in the king's palace, and they will send their sons Ahimez and Jonathan to tell me what is going on. So David's friend Hushai returned to Jerusalem, getting there just as Absalom arrived. Amen. Amen. Boy, Absalom's total rebellion. Conspiracies and backstabbing. Lies, and man. He, he, he has this plan. He says, oh, I'm going to, can I go and take care of this vow I made to the Lord, yeah. you know, and all this stuff. It's it's super <sighs> sneaky. He even talks 200 people, yeah. men from Jerusalem, to go with him, and they don't know. They don't know. They're caught up in it. Yeah, they don't know it's a it's a it's an overthrow of the king, uh, yeah. you know, a rebellion plan. And uh, wow, what do you think of this? I mean, I you know, of course he uses all this political theater yeah. to gain the. Yeah. It actually uses these words. I'd like to know what verse six says in yeah. the New Living. Yeah, stealing the hearts of the people. Yeah. Let me say what it says because that was big. Absalom did this with everyone who came to the king for judgment, and so he stole the hearts the of the people of Israel. Way. Yeah, I was like, man, what a little guy like it makes me sick to my stomach yeah. of thinking about yeah. him undermining leadership like that and seeming to be one way but his heart is so evil in this is like oh i'm so sorry the king can't see you i i'll take i'll hear your case and yeah. just it's that division that's occurring like truly a snake you know yeah. a wolf in sheep's clothing yeah. that it, it makes me mad it's like fighting words like, well, and you know this and i mean this is a realistically when moses tried to hear all the cases of the people it almost killed him yeah jethro was mute to him yeah this is terrible you're not doing this right and so if you think about it it's obvious that david wouldn't speak to everybody that came of course uh, in all of israel because israel is now is bigger than it was in moses day by a long shot and uh, is you know 
it wouldn't be possible for any one person to do this. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe you could maintain it for a period of time. Would you read verse 7 for me now yeah, from, the, verse from seven. the living? Because it's very interesting, something there. Yeah, after four years. Ask, How long? After four years. How long? Four years. Mine says 40. Yeah. But it has a footnote and says that, you yeah. know, many other manuscripts say that. four. As in Greek and, and that even Joseph, uh And even Syrian version, I yeah. think it is. Yeah. Um, and Josephus also wrote it was a four-year period of time. Yeah. So he was a Jewish historian. So it, it did seem to me unreasonable to think it 40. was 40 years, yeah. you know, at this point. Because David is, would have been in his 90s right now. Yeah. And that probably isn't the case he's not a, a young spring chicken anymore yeah but he's not in his 90s so four years is probably more yeah more uh, accurate that that absalom had this plan and maintained it for four years absalom plays a long game yeah you know he waited two years to have vengeance on his sister yep just waited you know he waited yeah. two years to, to do it he's he's got this plan he's letting it roll i mean he was in uh you know gesher uh, you know, for like four years, and yeah. now he's waiting four years here in Jerusalem, yep. biding his time, and so he plays a long game, yeah. and he's no dummy, and he's this super handsome guy. Cut the uh, long hair. Yeah, well, so, yeah. only only till the spring, and then he yeah. would cut two pounds of hair off his head. Two pounds. Two pounds. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of hair. <laughs> this guy was a hairy dude. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so he does, you know, have long hair a lot of the time, because he only cuts it once a year. Yeah. But uh, what do you think about this? Let me ask you this question. He does this, and David's response is, arise, let us flee. Yeah. What do you think about that? It's interesting, because I thought about that in reading through there. He kind of feels like, Lord, do what he do with me. The Lord will do what he's going to do with me. Maybe because of a man of war, or that it's not for me to carry on, or that the blood's already on my hands. But he's not trying to resist or fight his son, who's obviously done wrong things. We see what Absalom does with, yeah. you know, with you know his wife and with other things that he's, you know, Absalom's doing wrong things. But David's not trying to fight him. Yeah, and I just think it's so amazing that he says um, the way that he responds when he says, uh, "Let me see, where is that at?" Um, oh, help me, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it's he says like if God's done with me, He's done with me. Yeah. If He's not, um, I can't seem to find that Zadok. Yep. Okay, here it is, verse twenty-five. Then the king said to Zadok, "Carry the ark of God back in the city. If I find favor in the eyes of the Lord, He will bring me back and show yep. me both it and His dwelling. But if He says thus, I have no delight in you. Here I am. Let Him do with me. It seems good to Him. Yeah. Here we've got David willing to trust." God with the outcome, yeah. Versus defending himself, yeah. Worth versus. I think that's a very good line. Versus defending himself, he is. Uh, he is willing to to throw himself on the on in the in the bosom in the arms yeah. of Jesus yeah. and say, or in this case, God, Jehovah, yeah, and say, Lord, whatever you do with me, you do with me, and I'm okay with the outcome. Yeah, I'm not going to fight for my position. Yeah. I am either going to have my position from your, by your hand yeah, and your mercy you. and grace, or I'm not going to have my position. And I love it. it. It's one of David's psalms because, you know, God comes for our words. We say things, and then we get the opportunity to live them. Yeah. And in Psalm 75, David wrote, 
I believe uh, he wrote it this way. He said, I say to the boastful, do not deal boastfully. And to the wicked, do not lift up your horn, which is your pride um, or your, um, uh, you know, staff of, you know, righteousness. Significance. Do not lift up your horn on high. Do not speak with a stiff neck. For exaltation comes neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. But God is the judge. Wow. He puts one down and exalts another. Wow. Yeah. And so he's really, you know, said and believed yeah. that it's God who places you in a position of authority. It was God who removed Saul. Yeah. It was God who placed David as king. And if God was doing something to put Absalom in power now, David wasn't going to fight it. Yeah. He, he wasn't going to be the one to establish his own authority yeah. it's either god is for me or he's not and i'm going to live my life that way yeah, he's living it out and i think it's it's just an incredible testimony to how we ought to handle a lot of life's challenges mm-hmm. are we going to fight for ourselves or are we going to let god fight for that's us? good the battle is the lord's is easy to read in scripture but it's not all, always easy to walk out in life. Yeah, for sure. David wrote it as a song, basically, in the book of Psalms. But here he's actually doing Imagine being the king after everything he went through, oh, being in the cave gosh. and, you know, David's mighty men and everything to get there. And now he's being displaced, but he's not defending himself. And yeah. it's one of his good examples of how to lead versus, you know, the way that Absalom would be coming into power here is is bad. And we're going to find out as we read the Bible <laughs> that it doesn't work stop, out for him well. Stop. But I know. But that's the reality is I've talked to people just recently about the way you leave a place is how you're going to enter a new one. Mm. And so when you leave blessed and you're sent, makes such a difference first leaving in strife and leaving in pain and then entering into that next place with that is that do whatever you can to be at peace with all men like the Bible says, yeah. is that you don't you don't want to bring that. The, the old saying, no matter where you go, there you are, yes. is it's not the people, it's a lot of times you that you're bringing that with you. And As so, you sow, so shall you reap. Yeah. It's, a, it's an amazing picture that, like you said, when you leave a place, if you leave it in pain and strife, yeah. I have watched people for the next 20 years yeah. have a struggle, yeah. pain and strife yeah. in their life, and it's hard to watch. It is. Um, and you know, and that doesn't mean that when you left, you were wrong and they were right. No. They might have been wrong. Yeah. David, though, never took up you know the sword against Saul. Yeah. He was wrong. Yeah. I mean, if somebody's trying to stick you to the wall, yeah. they're not right. Yeah. Uh, it's a wrong thing, but yeah. yet letting worthy of being God. Defended. Yeah deal with it and not deal with it yourself God is, your is, is a super powerful thing. Yeah. But David didn't just go, okay, that's it, goodbye. Yeah. He did pray. Well, let me just say this. He did pray, worship, get a plan, and take some action. That's cool. And so he made room for God yeah. to, uh, to do some things. Yeah. He also made room not to be slaughtered on the street. It's one thing to walk away from a fight. It's another thing to sacrifice yourself for no good reason. Yeah. And so David uh, uh, prays, and when he finds out Ahithophel is uh, a co-conspirator yeah. with Absalom, 
he, he's like, oh, my gosh. God, I pray you'd turn the counsel of Ahithophel to foolishness, but he knew that Ahithophel would know the right thing to do. Oh, yeah, scary. We talked about that last week. Yeah, he'll he's know. like, man, this he is He knows this bad guy's news. sharp. Yeah. And so he prays, and then it happens. The next thing he does is worship. Yeah. And so it says that when David had come to the top of the mountain where he worshiped God, yeah. there was Husha. And so he sends Husha to turn to foolishness the counsel of Ahithophel. Yeah. Yeah. And again, as you say, we know in the future that, the, boy, it was a good thing he did. Yeah. And he has spies in the camp. Yeah. Sends the priest back and said, you know, if, if something's going on, let me know. Yeah. You know, and if they're after me, and Saul said that at one point. You know, every time I go for David, he's not there. Yeah. Somebody must be giving him insight. There's a fox in the hen house. Yeah. And so uh, he he doesn't just, you know, leave. Yeah. He prays, and then he hears from God. That's huge. And then he gets a plan, and he takes action. Yeah. And so you might be in a terrible situation. What do you do? Well, you pray. Yeah. You know, but but shouldn't I go and choke this person with my own hands? Shouldn't I lay hands on them suddenly, yeah. rapidly, and violently? It's a no. Bible verse. No, you shouldn't. Yeah. You should pray. Yeah. And you should worship. And I, I just want to say, I, I want you to know, it is not easy for me to worship when I'm in pain. Yeah. I, it's easier for me to just disconnect. Yeah. It's easier for me to, you know, shut off my mind with something foolish. Yeah. You know. Some video game or yeah. you know a TV show or any of that. It's a lot easier for me to do those things than it is for me to worship. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage you. I know it's the right thing, but it isn't always easy for me yeah. to choose the right thing. Well, we just did that as our reset challenge from your message two weeks ago. Is that the challenge was to be able to go and worship even when it doesn't feel right. As we see a natural thing in the world that tells us one thing. But the word is not natural. You know, we call things that be not as though they were. And so worshiping is a form of warfare to be able to do it. And I have this thought as we're wrapping up this section before the break is that Peter encourages us. He says, accept blame for even when you're not wrong. And that's a hard thing. And the world wants justice. Mm -hmm. But here David is like, Lord, beat unto me, whatever it is, the will. Even Jesus said, you know, not my will be done, but your will be done. It's, I don't want this thing, but you could do the right thing. And we're called to be different than the world and try to just defend ourselves. But truly, vengeance is the Lord's, is that you can trust him to take care of the situation and not to just take it into your hands. Like God's big enough to defend yes. your honor and you can do the right thing. Yeah, and in the long run, God's playing the longer game yeah. than Absalom. Oh, that's good. Let's take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us.
Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. You know, um, a couple of just, you know, you have a, this feeling at, at the end of this, you know, at the end of this story, uh, the whole countryside's weeping. And this is what, you know, just a little bit about what rebellion and, uh, you know, this kind of Absalom behavior uh, brings. The other thing, though, in this chapter is there's a, there's a super contrast to Absalom. And it's, I guess you'd say, a tie or a tie Ittaya, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name, but I-T-T-A-I. Um, I, I guess, said it different every time. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, he says, you know, the king says, why are you here, man? You don't have to do this. Go back to the city. You're, you, nobody knows you've taken sides yet. Yeah. You can just go back and live with your family. He's, he's come out with his families, his kids. Everybody's out there. And David says, you know, uh, 
I bless you. Mercy and truth be with you. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. You do not have a responsibility to me in this. You're a foreigner. You've come from somewhere else. Yeah. Just, just go back to Jerusalem, live your life, yeah. and don't worry about me. God's got me. And, uh, but he answers to the king, and he says, as the Lord lives, this is the way mine's worded anyway, as the Lord lives, and as my Lord the king lives, yeah. surely in whatever place my Lord the king shall be, whether in death or life, even there so shall your servant be. Yeah. And there's this, this commitment, it's kind of like Ruth, you know, with her mother-in-law. Yeah. Where you go, I'll go. Your people will be yeah. my people. I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm committed to you to the end. And I'll tell you, faithfulness and loyalty is an incredible, valuable thing and in short supply in the world we live in. God will open up doors from that. God bless you guys and have a great day. Talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.